2: Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas. Here's Payne and Pendergast. <laughs>
1: Hi, Payne and Pendergast with you. Yingling Flight bringing us here all week long. We uh, have really enjoyed uh, being out here on Radio Row in Vegas thanks to Yingling Flight. And you can watch us on the stream on YouTube and Twitch all day long. Seth and I are done in a couple segments here. But the fellows will be here all day long in the loop. The guys are in the building. Uh, at least I think. I see, well, Lopez. I see Lopez there. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully Landry's got his Uber situation squared away today. Uh, maybe he called his Uber like two hours before the show this time around. That you kind of I remember
2: thing. remember the scariest moment I ever had, Sean? Yeah. Was I showed up at the studio one day. And, uh, back then, uh, Job Tenet was our producer. And um, Job came in. Looking very concerned. I was like, Joe, do you have like prostate cancer or something? He's like you're. Um, you guys are in the woodlands today. Uh, <laughs> Is this you and Mike? Pike? That's far away from where I am right now. <laughs> and uh, that was back when I rode my bike to work. So I just like, so you I did the quick path in my head and knew that I couldn't make it to the woodlands on my bicycle in uh, time. Ubered? But I Ubered up, and it was it was tight. I ended up having like I had like the Uber drop me off like the closest spot that looked like it was close to the clubhouse, but everything was roped off and everything. And I sprinted, but I made it on time. <laughs> I made for, it to the show. So on this time. was at a
1: golf course. It sounds like yeah, right? it was
2: for the. The, the seniors to the uh, Champions oh, the, Tour, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, wow. But yeah. you made it. I made it. Oh, I shit? made it, yeah. yeah.
1: Good job. Good yeah. job by you. Um, so, uh, Yingling Flight, got to make sure to mention the folks at the Low T Center as well. We really thank them for helping send us here. And our friends at Bull Shirts for providing our gear that you see us on the YouTube and Twitch wearing. The big game will be on our station this Sunday. We'll dig into the, the Super Bowl in the final segment of the show. But com helping... Uh, bring you the big game here on Sports Radio six ten. Um, so Andre Johnson goes into the Hall of Fame last night. C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson, win offensive and defensive rookie of the year. Probably one of the things that maybe we've underplayed today. Based on my kind of monitoring the reaction, I I watched the honors last night set till eight o'clock, and then I kind of spent the next hour just seeing how people were reacting to yeah. it. There were a lot of people that were angry that D'Amico Ryans did not get the Coach of the Year award as Mm -hmm. well. Probably, I would say, made even more angry once they learned that he actually tied for it but lost it on a tiebreaker of first-place votes. For those who haven't seen, D'Amico Ryans and Kevin Stefanski had the exact same point total in the Coach of the Year voting. You vote for first, second, and third place, 50 media members, and they tied with 165 points, but Kevin Stefanski had one more first place vote than D'Amico. Uh, I'm going to be
2: honest with you. That I was really surprised, pleasantly surprised, that it was as close as it was. Same. Just because in general. It seems like usually the coach of the year award is uh, has it's a, got a multi year flavor to it. Like a guy, um, it's not usually like newcomer of the year. It's even if it's a guy who's in his first year as a coach, it's a guy who's been around a while, like a Bruce Arians um, or or something like that. So I that's where I I, I was skeptical that D'Amico was going to get as. As much love as he did. Mm-hmm. Not that it would have been undeserved at all. But Kevin Stefanski, because of those obstacles that he faced, um, and it's because he's been up there a few years, and things were so far away from where he went. Um, so it's that much more impressive that D'Amico is as close as he was. He's
1: actually a two-time winner now, Stefanski, of Coach of the Year.
2: Oh, then. Oh. He won it that's in 2020. That's right, he did, didn't he? he oh, Yeah. When he was a newcomer, yeah, yeah. So oh. it I, I oh, that think, blows my mind. Okay, it, I'm. Well, I, I was, I'm I both think, wrong I, in my take. My take well, sucks, and Kevin Stefanski sucks. No,
1: no, th- I think your theory Sean holds water. Into you, my negativity here, you. <laughs> I think I don't think it's a bad theory. Yeah. I just think it's just so happens one of the outliers happened to win the award this year. I think it was as simple as it came down to that game in week 16. Yeah. I think by that point it had been narrowed down to Shane Steichen, Kevin Stefanski, and D'Amico Ryan's, and D'Amico basically had a round robin in the last three weeks of the season against
2: yeah. them. Two guys. So, oh, and Kevin Stefanski somehow managed to beat a team led by two backup quarterbacks. Yeah. All right, then just fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've completely flipped on this. I'm at irate now. I'm <laughs> You're right there. I, I forgot that he had won, a, he'd won one yeah, already. Yeah, what the a, hell is that? Yeah,
1: he's won, two, he's won two Coach of the Year awards, and he's won one playoff game.
2: <laughs> How crazy is Kevin that? Kevin Svansky has more Coach of the Year awards, as many as Bill Belichick. Right, right. Yeah, or does it, Belichick have three? I don't I think know. think Belichick's st- only got two. Still, it's just weird. Oh, Belichick's got three. Okay. All right. Well, at least that makes some well, he's sense. <laughs> <Belichick>. <laughs>
1: he's one away from catching Belichick.
2: He's <laughs> one yeah. away from – you could do the old Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Like, He's, he is closer to catching Belichick in Coach of the Year awards than Mahomes is to catching Brady in Super Bowl oh, it's victories. Oh, not even close.
1: Yeah, yeah. Kevin Safansky,
2: what yeah. a guy.
1: Yeah, so, um, so my hyperbole early in the show, hyperbole I yeah. fully believe, is that last night was the greatest night in the history of the Houston Texans because it's a combination of – Andre Johnson going into the Hall of Fame, which, let's be honest, this is the closest thing the Texans have to a Super Bowl right now, mm-hmm. is Andre Johnson going into the Hall of Fame as the first Texan to go in. The, fir- the one thing that is unifying everybody and everybody's going to go to one place to go celebrate is Andre Johnson going to the Hall of Fame. Add that to draft night 2024, 2023 yeah. turning into offensive and defensive rookie of the year 2024. I ask the people – was last night the greatest night in the history of the Houston Texans? Five hundred votes in, eighty point one percent. Yeah, bless and anoint my take and say yeah. yes, Sean. It is the greatest you know, night in the history of the Houston. Texans. You know what
2: Texas. it is, Sean? I've been thinking about this for a few hours, and um, I don't. I don't disagree, and I guess that's part of it is that I feel this. It feels that it's almost something like I don't want to celebrate that part of it. Like, can we just enjoy it for being for what it is and it is fun? But that saying this is the greatest night or the greatest day is like a punctuation point on the fact that they haven't actually really accomplished anything For sure. yet as a franchise yeah, yeah. that's why I, don't, I don't feel like that aspect of it is what needs to be celebrated yeah. uh, the, 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 just like celebrating and feeling like oh this is awesome this is way different oh, than where you're we saying, were I did, why do you have to
1: draw a comparison to it Sean why but,
2: does it have to be like power ranked when it's so clearly below what so many other franchises have accomplished which would be a like Super Bowl victory because that's what I you do I, I, I power not. rank things <laughs> it's a it, I mean, it feels like a uh, simple answer. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It feels like you know what? It feels like you're walking into a party. And you're like, eh, as a as a as a 38 year old. Like got to second base last night. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of that? I'm uh, the hottest 38 year old at this college party. <laughs> greatest night. Ever.
1: Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> 40-year-old virgin.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms
3: apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.
1: Um, It was a great night. Now, I'm glad Andre got into the Hall of Fame this time around for a couple of reasons. One, I'll be honest with you, all you Colts fans and you Rams fans that are all up in arms about Reggie Wayne and Torrey Holt not getting in, Andre Johnson's better than those two guys. I'm glad he slid right past them on the HOV lane and got into the Hall of Fame. (laughs) The other thing, um, in looking at who's eligible next year for the Hall of Fame for the first time, I I don't know if I was going to be able to deal with – an Andre Johnson, Eli Manning comp going in. and Eli's eligible for the first time next year, and there's a lot of people that think Eli Manning is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Some even think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer because he's a two-time Super Bowl
2: MVP. And does does Joe Thomas become eligible next year? Joe's in. He's in already? You yeah, went in you you last went, year? You went in last yeah, who's year. who's eligible next year? Here
1: are the first-timers that are eligible next year. Okay. Eli Manning, mm-hmm. who I shouldn't get in. Luke Keekly, oh, who yeah. should be able to just crab walk in if he wants to. Yeah. Adam Vinatieri.
2: Oh, that's a tough what one. What do we
1: do with Adam
2: Vinatieri? Uh, wait his turn. He'll yeah, I think it. so. It's too like like a if kicker. it's the right time next year, then so be it. If not, then... Terrell yeah. Suggs. Um, T-Sizzle. Oh, yeah. I guess... I don't know if he'll go in for... Well, I he think he's an be. eventual. Yeah, yeah. He'll definitely make it at some point.
1: Marshall Yonda is an interesting one. The guard, longtime guard for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. He is a pro bowler and an all-pro, if I remember correctly, Seth. Way more than people would remember because, yeah, it's you know, as positions go, it's not the sexiest position out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he played guard for a number of years on some – He was league. like
2: uh, – the, the big one is, okay, can you count up all pros? Because guys that have multiple all pros are uh, – and he was, he was several years in a row all pro. He think, was he?
1: two-time first team, five-time second team all pro oh, throughout okay. the – practically the entire yeah. decade of 2011 through 2019. Eight-time pro bowler, all-decade team. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, and – um and he was on a Super Bowl champion Ravens. Uh,
2: Suggs is an interesting one because he was like he was all pro once, um, but like obviously a boatload of boatload of uh, sacks, sacks, and also just on. I think part of his is that he was just consistently on really good defenses, mm-hmm. um, and like looked as obviously like one of the key cogs on those. Like uh, over a decade of top defenses, yeah. Um, and then you added, but wherever he is on the career sack record, but I, I don't think he's necessarily a slam dunk first ballot. But we'll make it in over the course of. Yeah, a
1: he few feels years. he feels a little like Freeney, who just got in this time. You yeah. know, like a bunch of sacks, good pass rusher on some a really good era of football for his organization. They're good
2: pass rushing defenses, whereas the Ravens are more solid through like a more actual like formidable defense.
1: Earl Thomas, yeah. Where are you on Earl Thomas? Do you want his? Resume here for a second. You like number me? of All Pros, three-time first team, two-time yeah. second team All Pro, so basically five-time All Pro he's on an incredible
2: defense. Or stretch yep. of defenses in the All Legion Decade of Boom. Team, yeah.
1: seven-time Pro Bowler. Yes,
2: Legion of Boom. Yeah,
1: you, you, when you get things like the Steel Curtain and the Purple People Eaters, a nice
2: nickname behind it. There. Yeah, yeah, he's got that going for him. So he'll make it. So I do. Yeah, I'm glad that um, I'm glad that Andre got in. For, this is going to be tougher for Reggie Wayne next year, I think, than it is Dude. this year. They got. I mean, you got an especially special. special teamer this year. Um,
1: And the number of receivers putting up big numbers is like, it's almost like Andre got it. It's like when you show up at a restaurant and like you, you there, you're there. It's a restaurant that normally has a really long wait, but you get there and you're like, Oh cool. I can sit right down. And you sit down and 15 minutes later, you look and there's a line out the door. It's like, man, good thing I got in here when I did. When you think about all the wide receivers are going to start popping up that put up these,
2: intergalactic like these stats stats since yeah. they the rules yeah because so, yeah. I mean,
1: a lot of andre's resume is built on he's 11th all time at this he's ninth all time at that mm-hmm. um those those numbers are going to start people are going to start reggie wayne and, and tory Holt are going to start to get surpassed by a lot of guys pretty soon so uh, i'm glad andre got in when he did we're happy about that and happy for cj stroud and will anderson too the future very very bright with the houston texans all right um up next let's um we've uh, we've not dug into this game on a football friday yet we've dug into it all week long but let's get on the record here with what we think happens on sunday are there anybody across these two teams that we will actually be happy for openly happy for on monday if their teams win the game seth and i will dissect coming up next
3: you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe